We'd like to thank Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for helping to underwrite the Building Through Him podcast. In the last year alone, Notre Dame FCU served more than 800 parishes, schools, and nonprofits in more than 25 dioceses nationwide. Learn more at NotreDameFCU.com. Hello, this is Mary Jo with a little love note from the Building Through Him podcast. And just so you know, you are always loved and always welcome here. Beautifully balanced. So we know that three of the characteristics of God are that he is good, he is beautiful, and he is true. Good, beautiful, true. And we know that we're made in his image, so we are naturally attracted to that which is good, beautiful, and true. So some of the things that we're naturally attracted to that are beautiful, like a gorgeous sunset like that's full of pink and purple, or the way delicate ice forms on like every majestic detail of a tree branch, or if, like looking at a piece of artwork that just leaves us longing for more, or if you hear like a piece of music that has this beautiful harmony and it just moves your soul, and also like lovely, beautiful human beings that are physically attractive. So they even have studies that show that people who are physically beautiful, people listen to them more than they would someone who isn't physically beautiful, which is kind of crazy in a way. But that's how God designed us. We find beauty in those who are symmetrical. So that's like how we define beauty in our mind. So we know that like one side of our face should match the other side of our face. If any of you have ever done like tweezing your eyebrows, And you just start on one eyebrow, and then it's like, oh, wait, now the other one looks wrong. So then you have to tweeze the other one, and then, oh, now the other one's too far. And then it's like this balance goes back and forth, and then before you know it, you're like, what have I done? But it comes from that desire to be beautiful, and part of that is like being symmetrical. There's a Bible verse in Matthew chapter 5. It says, be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. And I always struggle with that one because um, I struggle with the spirit of perfection. So we know that God created us for excellence, not perfection. So then what is Jesus saying there that he wants us to be perfect? And I think Jesus is referring to perfect love. And one of the most difficult loves is perfect love for ourselves. So how do we perfectly love our imperfect selves? I think that desire or perfection, or perfection in our lives, we often refer to as balance. So when I'm talking with people, a lot of people say, like, I just, I don't have balance in my life. I'm off balance. And sometimes you just have to wonder, is balance even possible with the cooking and cleaning and eating healthy and taking care of a job and house and e-learning and laundry and get to get recreation and enough rest? Is it possible to even have that balance or perfection? And when I'm praying about it, I think yes, but not in the way we might think. That perfection, that love of self, and balance within that. Because God would not create us all with a desire that is unable to be fulfilled. So what does that look like? How is that even possible? Kingdom Builders is founded on the Bible verse, Matthew 6.33, Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be granted to you besides. So we know that first we seek him, right? That's an easy one. We need to seek him, and we know that he will lead us. 
And part of him leading us is recognizing and claiming our strengths and our weaknesses and the power of God to work within both of them. I often find that women, especially, this is true, they struggle to speak of their strengths. And I remember I was this way for a long time until I kind of realized what the enemy was doing with that. And so, sisters, if if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I struggle to speak about the strengths, all your gifts, all your strengths are pure gift from the Lord. You being able to claim them is what He desires. You don't need to feel embarrassed about it. All you're doing is giving glory to God for the way He designed you to build His kingdom, okay? So don't let the enemy convince you that you need to hide the beauty of your design. Those gifts are what He's entrusted you with. And so, yeah, you can be proud of them. So I will glorify God in saying He designed me with the following strengths. Teaching. I love to speak and teach about the love of God and how He works in our lives. It is one of my greatest joys. And then wisdom. That's something I pray for a lot. And wisdom is like kind of being able to just glimpse barely the way God would see the world through the eyes of God. And I think sometimes He gives me just little tastes of that periodically. And so when I'm I'm praying, I can so clearly see the beauty of each human being and feel His love over each human being. And He allows me to share in that love a little bit. And the deepest desire in my heart, which I believe comes from that gift of wisdom, is to make God's love known in every human being on this earth so that they may glorify Him with their lives. So, like, I know my two gifts are teaching and wisdom, and those are totally given from God, pure gift from God to glorify Him. I also know, you know, we don't have to hide it. We have weaknesses, right? I could spend 80 podcasts talking about my weaknesses, but we're not going to do that because that would just be boring. But kind of recognizing our weaknesses we can recognize the gifts we need to ask for, or maybe who God is sending us to give us that balance in our lives. So part of my weakness is I'm like a hot mess. I am totally ADD. I, like most of the time, I feel like a complete disaster. I have over 30,000 unread emails. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can know that God sent an amazing team of women to Kingdom Builders to help me because I have so many weaknesses. So they know that I forget stuff and I need a ton of reminders. They know I lose things. I cannot find my phone for about 30% of every single day. They know I have toddlers who sneak in my office and draw on all our Kingdom Builders materials and mosaic materials with Sharpies. They love me in my hot mess, and they step in and cover my weak areas so that this apostolate can move forward. They may not have the gifts of teaching and wisdom, but they do have the gifts of organization, administration, communication, design, all these things that I don't have. And it's like this perfect balance, these puzzle pieces that fit together. And so when you recognize, oh, these are the areas I'm strong in and these are the areas I work in, then you can work within the beauty of your own design and then the design of other people. So if we are off balance, if we are like recognizing that, Where are the areas that God desires us to seek help? So maybe you need him to lead you more. Maybe you need to spend more time in prayer to allow him to really lead, make him first in your life. Maybe you need other people, you know, like, Lord, who did you send me who has these um, strengths where I'm weak? And maybe you need to ask for a gift. So this is one most people forget about. So before Jesus heals in the Gospels, he asks him, what do you want? He makes them speak what they want. 
And that takes actually a lot of courage because there's this fear of rejection. Like, what if he doesn't give it to me? Okay. That's normal fear, right? But what if he does, right? Let's just go with that because he's just the God of generosity, right? St. Ignatius of Loyola said, God is never outdone in generosity. I used to volunteer in a youth detention facility, 11 to 17-year-old boys, back when I only had three kids. And when I would go there, I would just talk about the love of Jesus and pass out chocolate. The two things that those boys love to do is make rosaries. That was the first one. Even though I never had a single Catholic that came and listened to me talk, they love to make rosaries. They sense the beauty there. And then they loved to sing. And this was back before like iPods and all these special musical instruments. I had like a boom box with a CD I burned. You know, I'd ask them like, what are your favorite praise and worship songs? And they would usually have some. And the one song that they all loved was I Can Only Imagine by Mercy Me. And if you ever sung that song, it is so hard to sing, okay, especially if you don't have a good voice. It was all these, you know, young men who wanted to sing and praise God in that song, and I did not have the voice to lead them. And so I remember just carrying it my boom box from that juvenile detention center and was like, God, I can't sing this song that they want to sing every single time. It sounds so bad. And I'm not like trying to be like funny. It was terrible. My voice sounded so bad. I was like, Lord, I can't sing that song. So if you want me to keep singing with these boys, you're going to have to give me a better voice. And I said it with the most tiny mustard seed of faith. It was like a particle of a mustard seed of faith. And I'm not kidding. The next time I went back there and I sang, I can only imagine, my voice sounded actually pretty great, okay? It had the, the vibrating thing. I don't even know what's it called, what it's called. I was like, what even happened? That's what the Lord did. And I thought once I got pregnant with our fourth, I had to stop going because of the pregnancy. They wouldn't let me come in. I thought, oh, he's going to take that gift back because I'm not, you know, singing with those boys anymore. And he didn't. He just let me keep that. And that's, you know, part of what we do in Kingdom Builders is we sing. You know, we sing and praise the Lord during Eucharistic adoration at our Kingdom Builder gatherings. And so he allowed that gift to be used in another area. He didn't take it back, right? Because God will never be outdone in generosity. So don't limit yourself. If you need a gift, you ask the Lord for it and let him let him provide it. So it's the leading, allowing God to lead, the leaning on other people, and then the learning to ask, ask for things. So struggling with that balance, am I letting God lead? Am I allowing myself to lean on others? Am I learning how to ask for the gifts? And I think of these three things, one of the hardest is the leaning. We don't want to lean on anyone else. Let's take care of it ourselves. Let's take care of ourselves. So St. Catherine of Siena um, in the 14th century, she's like hardly educated and um, super devout holy woman. Woman, they, popes used to go to her for counsel and stuff, even though she could barely read or write. So she has this conversation with God and she writes a book called The Dialogue. So it's like a conversation between her and God. And so she asks the Lord, why did you not give every human being all the gifts, all the talents, all the virtues, all the fruits, all the, you know, all the things? And he said, I didn't so that you guys would learn to lean on one another because you were not created to get to heaven alone. You were not created to get to heaven alone. And I think of this as like a three-legged race, you know, 
you ever done one of those, like usually on some hot picnic where you're just like wanting to go home and get back into air conditioning? It's like a three-legged race. Come on, mom, or come on, dad. And so you're like tied up with this other person. And so that that journey and that three-legged race, you know, you can't just think to yourself, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. It's like, um, no, you're tied to another person. God is asking you to have others help you along that journey. Like, hey, we're going to walk at this point in time or we're going to do this. And you have to be open to who he has connected you with and who he's sending you to help. And also, who are you supposed to be helping? Who's in that three-legged race and doesn't know you're there to help? It's both ways. And I think when people don't want to lean on one another, it comes from that spirit of self-reliance. I'll do it all myself. I'll do it all myself. I'll tell you of all the spirits that I struggle with, this is my strongest one, self-reliance. And for me, it comes from a fear of burdening people. I don't want to burden anyone, so I'll just do it myself. And then I end up exhausted and sick or, you know, feeling resentful. It's not what God wants. And the other one I, I think people struggle with is the fear of someone doing it wrong. So that spirit of control. If you have to reload the dishwasher after someone loads it, this might be your thing, okay? I'm just happy if someone's loading the dishwasher, okay? Because, you know, I'm hot mess, Mary Jo, so you might be super organized Pam, and that's great. Wherever you struggle, like, we're all struggling with different things, right? So if you can recognize one of those are yours, let's just renounce that, right? The Lord desires you to be free. He died on that cross for you to be free, so just claim your freedom. We're going to renounce, remove, receive. You're just going to repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I renounce the spirit of self-reliance. I renounce the spirit of self-reliance. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie, I renounce the lie that I am a burden to others, that I am a burden to others. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of control. I renounce the spirit of control. Okay, so you broke those, right? You renounced them. And now you're just going to ask Jesus to come and take them. Repeat after me. Jesus, please come take these spirits. Jesus, please come take these spirits and any related spirits and any related spirits away from me, away from me, okay? So you broke them, Jesus takes them, and then we're just gonna let the Father fill us with his blessing. All those areas that are empty now, we're just gonna let him fill us right there. So just repeat after me, Father, fill me with your love. Father, fill me with your love. Fill me with your trust. Fill me with your trust. Fill me with your peace. Fill me with your peace. Fill me with your joy. Fill me with your joy. And that's it. So anytime you're struggling with something, renounce, remove, receive, right? We have the power to do that as his children. And we speak it because demons cannot read our thoughts, right? So we have to speak it. Our words have incredible power. So we know that we were not meant to get to heaven alone. We know that. So in Matthew 7, 7, it's actually one of my favorite Bible verses. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So we have to ask him for what we need, okay? We have to ask him. Be bold. Be bold, okay? Seek those whom God has chosen to accompany you on your journey. Seek them out. Lord, show me who it is. Show me who it is. And then ask. And then knock and let God in. Let God in to lead you. Let him lead you. Because at the end of the Bible, Bible verse, like people often just talk about Matthew 7, 7, that, you know, ask, seek, find, knock. But Jesus promises in the very next verse, everyone who asks, receives. 
The one who seeks, finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Lord, we come to love ourselves. We come to find the balance for which we were created. We are asking, we are seeking, we are knocking, and we desire to fully receive the beautiful things that you desire to give us. Amen. If you would like more information about Kingdom Builders or would like to know how to bring this apostolate to your parish, please go to our website at buildingthroughhim.com and click Build With Us. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.